Welcome to the second episode of the Dying Daily Podcast. I guess going from one episode in a year and a half to two episodes in two weeks is an all right improvement. My name is James. I am a counselor, a life coach, a meditation teacher. Um, I blog, and recently I've started podcasting. The West Texas weather and a stomach bug that's going around have both got a hold of me right now, so I apologize if my voice sounds a little stuffy or weak or just generally annoying. You know, at first I wasn't sure what we were going to talk about today, but in looking at last week's podcast and in the conversations that I have most frequently with people, I think the thing that comes up the most is the idea that everyone is doing the best they can with what they have. I really see this as one of the core beliefs of my life, one of the foundational things that I work from, and I've found that it's useful in a couple ways. Number one, when you really think about this, I find that it is almost always true. And number two, it makes it much easier to have compassion for the people around us, um, to have compassion for just everyone in the world, even the people who really suck. And uh, third, it makes it easy to, well, it makes it easier, probably not easy, but it makes it easier for us to have compassion for ourselves. This is a really tough thing for us, this idea of having compassion for ourselves, for cutting ourselves some slack, the idea of accepting that we are doing the best we can with what we have, just like everybody else is. So when I say that this idea that everyone is doing the best they can with what they have holds water, um, that it stands up to examination, what I mean is that everyone is doing what they believe to be rational. Everyone is doing what makes sense to them in the moment. I really believe that just as a species, we aren't really capable of making a decision that seems irrational to ourselves. You know, people challenge me on this and they say things like, what about someone who steals from other people? What about someone who um, engages in self-destructive behavior? And the thing with all those is that they have to make some sort of sense to the person that is doing them or else they could not do them. People who engage in self-destructive behavior do it because it has a purpose. It does something for them. You know, think of the common self-destructive behaviors, drinking, drugs, you know, things like that. Things that harm our bodies, things that harm our social relationships, things that harm our ability to support ourselves in this world. They all have a rational reason behind them. Now, this does not mean that they are healthy or skillful ways of dealing with the things life throws at us, but they do make sense to the person doing them. Look, some decisions are definitely less skillful than others. There's no way around that fact. A lot of the work I do is with people who are dealing with addiction. And the amount of regret that many of them experience, uh, the people who have allowed addiction to come into their lives and just take over everything, the amount of regret is just so overwhelming that there's no way we can say that these are skillful or healthy decisions. However, they were made for a reason. At the time the person made these decisions, they made sense to them. They served a purpose. That does not mean that we cannot say that there are better ways to do things, that there are less damaging ways to do things. But the central point here is the fact that when they made these decisions, they made sense to them. They're not crazy. They're not irrational. They're not stupid. They were doing the best they could with what they had at that time. Being drunk every night might be easier than being depressed all the time. 
being high all the time might be easier than tolerating the people around you. It might be easier than dealing with anxiety. It might be easier than dealing with the boredom. Now, just because these are rational to the person who's doing them doesn't mean that they are the right way to do things or the best way to do things or a useful way to do things. But what I'm saying is that it makes sense to them. Anytime you talk to somebody about something they did, they can explain why if you give them enough time and don't judge them. So this is what I mean when I say that everybody's doing the best they can with what they have. They are making decisions off of what seems rational to them in the moment. And what I find is that when we allow ourselves to have this belief about others, it puts us in a position to approach them from a place of compassion, to approach them from a place of trying to help, of trying to help them figure out a better way to do things. Um, It helps us approach it from a position of not taking what they did personally so we can help them walk through different ways to do it. And they may not want our help. I'm very fortunate to be in a position where when I'm having these conversations with people, it is often because they have come to me for help. That is the stated purpose in our intentional relationship. But the thing is, sometimes people don't want our help. Sometimes they don't want us to try and fix things for them. And in that moment, the only thing we can do is just be there for them, to just sit with them to accept them without judgment, to open up a space for them to make a different decision down the road. If we approach them with judgment, if we approach them with this notion that we know better than them, that space will never open up. We will never be able to be helpful to them. I say it all the time. You can be right or you can be useful. And you have to make a choice which of those two things you want to be. If you take your ego out of the equation, you will always choose to be useful. This isn't possible when we are approaching things from... The idea that there is a right way and a wrong way and a lot of people intentionally choose the wrong way and they can just go to hell for that. You know, when we're angry at somebody, when we're frustrated with them, especially if that's what we lead off with, there's no discussion there. There's no room for working together. There's no room for improvement. So one question we really have to settle with ourselves is, are we looking to make the situation better or are we looking to make ourselves feel better by yelling at somebody or berating them or mocking them for the stupid thing they did. That's that's the important choice you really have to make. But if you want to make things better, if you want to improve things, if you want to help people make better decisions, accepting that they're doing the best they can with what they have is kind of a prerequisite for that. Now, while you might be experiencing a little bit of resistance toward accepting the idea that everyone else is doing the best they can with what they have, where I really find resistance is asking people to give themselves this same level of grace, to cut themselves this kind of slack. And the thing I hear most often is, you know, well, how will I improve if I believe I'm doing the best I can with what I have? How will I get better? You know, if I don't, if I'm not hard on myself, if I don't criticize myself, I'm just going to be lazy and I'm going to lay around and do nothing and I'm going to treat people poorly. And the thing that I continually find is that really until we accept that we're doing the best we can with what we have, until we start working with ourselves instead of against ourselves, we can't do any of those things. We can't improve. We can't get better. Um, it's like we, we want to start something. So the very first thing we do is we divide our resources in half and make them fight each other. And then we use the remainder of our energy, the remainder of our motivation to try to accomplish the thing we wanted to accomplish. And we wonder why we're exhausted. We wonder why we don't have much left to put toward this task. So really, I want you to stop and ask yourself right now. Think of a bad decision you made. And then think about why you made it. There was something in you that initiated that action. There was some motivation that pushed you toward it. And at the time, even if you knew it was destructive, even if you knew it wasn't helpful... There was something in you that did that math and decided, you know what, I'm going to do this anyway. Now, these things can be distorted if we are addicted to something, if we are not feeling well, if we're dealing with depression or anxiety or something like that. Those decisions are distorted, but we are still 
making what we consider to be rational decisions within that framework. And so let's take it a step further. Let's say that I'm completely wrong. Let's just say I'm a moron and no one's doing the best they can with what they have. Everybody sucks. Everybody's making childish decisions. There's still room for compassion there. If a person is making those kind of decisions, something is fundamentally wrong there. Something is not working. And so rather than judge or criticize them, I think there's a lot of room to step back and say, wow, how can I help? What could I do to help them make better choices? Now, we have to remember not to own those choices more than them. We have to remember not to take it on ourselves, not to take their decisions personally, not to own it more than they do, because that's a path to ruin. It's misery. And there's some ego involved as we're telling other people what's better for them. But if somebody's making decisions like that, they're really suffering. Something is not working right. And so I would say from that perspective, they're still doing the best they can with what they have. They're just working with, um, let's call it malfunctioning software. So the question I get from this a lot when I'm working with people is, you know, so what do I get to judge? Where, you know, where is their right and wrong? And you know, if I'm honest here, I rarely find a lot of use in the terms right and wrong. I tend to look at things as what's healthy and what's unhealthy. What is skillful, what is not skillful. And that gives me something I can actually work with. I'm not a person who says that all actions are equal and everything is okay. And, you know, I'm not that relativistic. I'm not that postmodern. But I find little use in dividing it up into right and wrong. And I find almost no use in judging what a person did. I think we can say to someone, man, how did that turn out? Or was that the best decision you could have made in that moment? And really, when we can do that without judgment, when the person can see that we are trying to work with them instead of against them, I'm amazed at how often the person across from me says, nah, it wasn't. It was a bad idea. And then we have something we can work with. Now, if I indulge my desire to judge, if I indulge my desire to be way up here and everybody down below me, nothing gets done because the person knows that what I'm saying is not about them. It's about me. It's about feeding my ego. And so, of course, they react negatively. But when I can remember that they're doing the best they can with what they have in that moment, it gives us a place to work together. It gives us a foundation that we can build something on. So I would encourage you to ask yourself, are there people in your life that you are judging or that you're being very hard on who really might be doing the best they can with what they have? Are you being too hard on yourself? What areas do you need to cut yourself some slack to maybe free up some energy so that you can start to improve things? How can you actually move forward if you're busy beating yourself to death over the things that you wish you were doing better? So this was the second episode of the Dying Daily Podcast. As always, feedback is appreciated. Um, I love conversations with people. I love engaging in ideas with people. You can find me on Facebook at facebook.com slash James Scott Henson. You can find me at my website, embracingfate.com. Or you can find me on Twitter or Instagram at Fake James Henson. Let me know what could be better. Let me know what topics we could maybe cover in the future. Let me know what's working so that I can do more of that. I really am always appreciative of feedback and help on these kinds of projects. Thanks for listening. Have a great week.